What's up, Fernando? You know what's up? The Chargers, first win of the of the year. And I told people a week ago, whew, take a breath and things are fine, right? Well, uh, I don't know if all things are fine. It feels like that one thing where, where they say, uh, but at what cost? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, definitely. Right. Yeah, exactly. But uh, obviously the big news coming out of, yeah, the Chargers ended up winning 28-24. Um, some crazy stuff happened in the fourth quarter, but the Chargers get their first victory of the season. Um, but the big news out of today, according to Ian Rappaport, was that uh, Mike Williams has a torn ACL and he will be out uh, for the rest of the year. Obviously, we will be talking to Brandon Salian about um, 50 minutes, so we'll get more from him and see what he has to say. But uh, big loss. Obviously, yesterday, even yesterday, Gilbert, I know the big shine, the big. The big thing was Keenan Allen, 18 catches, 215 yards. Woo, but, uh, I know that's they was ridiculous. But it was Mike Williams, seven catches, 121, and one touchdown. I mean, Gilbert, you know this. I know this. He loves playing on the road. That dude always shines when uh, when they're on the road. But uh, what do you make of the Mike Williams uh, yeah. injury? That was the first thing I thought about when uh, he went down. It looked pretty serious, you know, when, when players get carted off like that and they, they put the tower of the face, you know, it yeah. it's not a, not a good look. And the first thing I thought about was like, man, this guy's been so clutch and crunch time so many, you know, so many times year after year. And it's not a surprise he had a, he had a monster game when the, the Chargers needed a desperate victory to keep their, I'm going to say it, their season alive because you go down 0-3, it's a slim chance to make the playoffs. So getting that touchdown – being reliable was huge. It, it just kind of what Mike Williams does. Now, you know, it is a really terrible situation. You got to have Mike Williams, who's a you know one of the best when it comes to crunch time. I keep repeating myself because I've seen some monster plays from this guy. You have too, uh, Fernando. But when it comes to depth at wide receiver, the Chargers do have it. Joshua Palmer made some plays yesterday. That was big to see. Uh, we got to see more from Quentin Johnson. Now he finally has an opportunity as a first-round uh, pick there. So we'll see what he has. People have compared him to uh, Mike Williams. I think you probably disagree a little bit, uh, Fernando. But we finally get to see his full game. We'll see what he does. Luckily for the Chargers, they do have uh, Justin Herbert. Maybe Austin Eckler returns. Was also very reliable as a pass catcher. But when it comes to crunch time moments, you cannot replace that. No, you really can, especially because of everything that Mike Williams represents. I mean, everybody was excited this year because you had Mike Williams, you had Keenan Allen, you had guys that could uh, that you knew were gonna. Um, that you knew were gonna be were gonna be big time. These guys, they I mean, they've been in it for a long time. And I know Mike Williams, when he first came in in 2017, he had the back injury. People were calling him a bust. People were saying, Oh, you know what? He just he might not be able to hack it. Then year two, he he goes out there and he shines, he does really well. Uh, and he's just grown little by little from from there to now. And and uh, but yeah, it's like you said, Quentin Johnson is gonna be the guy that's gonna have to step up. Gilbert, right now, Johnson has only played 22% of the snaps uh, for the Chargers. And I understand they're bringing them up slowly. They're uh, they're doing that. But at the same time, it's like now you trial by fire. And remember, we asked him when we had him on the show, like, do you kind of learn more by trial yeah. by fire or how do you learn? He's like, yeah, that's the best way to learn. And now it's going to be, okay, what what do you got? Because I remember, I, and I don't know if, uh, if Keenan is going to, or I mean, Keenan's kind of touched on this, but when Keenan came in, he was in the same boat right now as as Quentin Johnston. It took it took an injury for Keenan Allen to get recognized to be out there to show what he's got. Maybe for Quentin Johnston, uh, and I'm again, I don't condone the injury or anything because Mike is a great guy. He's always available in the locker room. He's just and always smiling. He's 
such a yeah. great, uh, such a great guy and everything. But uh, but I mean, who knows? Maybe this is what jump starts uh, Quentin Johnston. But it definitely is a hit. And like you said, Josh Palmer obviously uh, he had the fumble yesterday, but at the same time, he also had that touchdown where I think Justin threw it way too hard for Evans to even try and uh, uh, keep it in his oven mitts. But uh, but definitely this is a blow for the Chargers, especially because of everything that Mike Williams has been for them. And and uh, he's been a consistent piece for them for the last few years. I know he's had some injuries, but he has been very – when he's on the field, he is very consistent, and, and uh, especially on the road. Yeah, and before uh, – I, I want to highlight the game too, Fernando, real yeah, quick. Yeah. But I want to say uh, hello to Kay. Uh, hi everyone! Uh, shout out to her for being uh, the first comment here. So don't be shy, people. Always uh, ask questions uh, or just give us your takeaway too as well. We like to share that uh, and uh, have a different point of view because I know everybody watches football. Uh, we're all experts uh, as well. So I appreciate the engagement and hello, Kay. And yeah, let's get to that uh, chaotic game because they are going to need Quentin Johnson moving forward. They do have that one victory that was big. I'm sure a lot of Chargers fans were sweating that out because that was a chaotic scene. Uh, it was a slow start at first, it felt like. And then the Vikings did a couple of favors. Had that had the fumble of TJ Hawkins in there. You know, the state of defense, by the way, was, you know, they, they were pretty bad the first two games, but they elevated to a bend, don't break approach. Which is, yeah. Take that at this point, right? A fourth and goal stop was pretty huge. Uh, Kenneth Murray just being at the, like, I get it. It was a tip pass interception. You got a lot of lucky breaks there. But for Kenneth Murray to get that, catch that ball, be in the right spot, and with all the struggles he's been going through, that's got to be big for, for his confidence and, and his mental psyche. Like, man, I stepped up. I was there when, when the team needed us the most. So uh, that was, what, first down, second down round? They could have still had yeah. cracks at it. So that was big for Murray there. So uh, we get You know why he got it, right? Uh, he went he with the there. five rules of dodgeball. Dodge, duck, <laughs> dip, <laughs> yeah, no. dive, and dodge. And he had to, like, so. get under it, too. So that was pretty impressive. No, and, that, and having a security – no, he did a – he did a great job uh, going in there, but it, Nick Neiman was the one that kind of went That's in right. there and kind of tipped it. Tip. So shout out to uh, Nick I thought Alohi Gilman was going to put his stamp on that game because he had yeah. a fumble recovery. He almost had uh, – or well, he ripped the football out of Hawkinson's yeah. uh, hands. He almost did it to Madison, but then the referees say, oh, we blew a dead. Like as soon as they engaged – they blew it dead, and I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "What?" I've, I have not seen that was really weird. that happened. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but he he had gotten in there for that fumble too. So, uh, you know, yeah, been, no, I, I definitely agree with you. For the Vikings on the season, they would have had that one. They've yeah, been that's, they've that's been crazy. Yeah, they've been really they've been really bad when it comes to fumbles, and that's what happened yesterday too. I mean, on both sides, the Chargers fumbled, Josh Palmer fumbled, and one of those Herbert had fumbled, but he jumped right back on it. But Gilbert, uh, not just the um, Sean Smith always robbing the Chargers. Oh, you know what's funny? Sean Smith, I think, was the was the uh, was the referee that was the referee for the Jacksonville Jaguars game was he? last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I saw somebody post a picture of him and uh, Joey Bosa kind of getting into it, and I was like, oh yeah. So uh, so yeah. So he's not. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just yeah. confirmed. He, uh, GB just confirmed that it was a Jags game. But I want to highlight Justin Herbert for a moment. Yeah. And I and last week there was questions: Is he clutch? Is he still that guy? Is he this? Is he that? Justin Herbert just showed you that he, Gilbert he threw the ball forty-seven times and completed forty, yeah. uh, forty of uh, forty passes. That is yards or four hundred six, right, or something like that. Yeah, four hundred and five, three touchdowns. Gilbert, this guy hasn't turned the ball over at all this season so far. That's three games against Miami, 
against uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. And you know how hard it is to go into Tennessee and 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 play well. Yeah. And then uh, and then now Minnesota. And I know Minnesota people are going to say something about Minnesota, but Brian Flores isn't a slouch. And the way that they were attacking Justin Bradley. Herbert, I think I think they blitzed eighty four percent of the there time. Six or seven guys in his face, pretty much every play. Keenan Allen came up after the game and he said, look, he said, what we did is Herbo and I came together and obviously the rest of the offense. And we said, look, if they're going to be blitzing, let's just start throwing quick, uh, quick passes and let them try and make the tackle. And that's what they did. And they started dumping it off to Keenan. They started doing all this stuff and Keenan was getting loose and everything. Keenan even got to. Got to show off yeah, the arm right. a little bit with he that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. He, remember, they did that two years ago against the Chiefs, and he wasn't able to complete it because he had too much pressure. But I was glad they were able to complete it this time because it, it was fun to, uh, to see that. And then after Justin was asked about it, and he's like, he had good form on that one, and, and he was able to complete the pass. So I thought it was a really good uh, pass. But uh, definitely – I think Justin Herbert deserves a lot of praise for the way he's played these first three games. He's taking care of the football. He's he basically doing everything that your boy Dak Prescott said he was going to do. Uh, so I, I definitely, uh, I was definitely impressed with uh, with Justin Herbert and and the way he's played. But uh, yeah, Julian, real quick. Uh, oh, I'll give you. I'll let you. You know what? I'll let you. Yeah. After that, you can answer this. You're yeah, probably yeah. more equipped to answer this one. But I just want to go with Herbert's performance because. I get it. When you're the quarterback, you get a lot of pressure and a lot of attention. Like the people point the finger at you. If you have a great game, if you don't come up clutch on the on the last drive, you're gonna get the blame. And when it came to overtime uh, in week two against the Titans, he missed a couple of throws, and he and he got the blame for that because at that point you got you're making fifty million dollars. You got to carry the team. He carried the team. Him and Keenan Allen in week three, reminding people, hey, I'm still that guy. And what he what he did, those are not you know ordinary numbers. That that was a special day. Seven incompletions, 40 or 47. Uh, no turnovers, like you said, Fernando. And, and, and yeah, Keenan got the, the, the crazy records of 18 receptions, 215 yards, which is a monster day. But he was spreading the ball around. Again, Mike yeah. Williams, jo- Joshua Palmer. Uh, you know, and He didn't have Austin Eckler either. That's another part that's uh, pretty impressive. So for him to step up, your, your biggest players, when you really needed it, and I know it's a really early week, like week three must-win situation, but they needed that one. Everybody feels better. And guess what now? They're playing the Raiders, who look terrible, next week. And surprise, surprise, maybe two and two. So I just want to give Herbert a shout-out there for a very impressive performance that when you when your team needed you most, you came through and he delivered. Uh, Fernando, uh, I don't know about the mobi- mobility, but mobility, there you go. I couldn't say it right. I prefer Herbert as a pocket passer, but maybe they want to do more of that. What do you think? Uh, Julian, we will get to your question right now. We're just going to answer this one real quick because we are on the Herbert topic. Um See with Herbert, look, I'm gonna be honest with the uh, the thing that made me nervous about Kellen Moore taking over as the offensive coordinator was the mobility part of it. That he likes some well in in Dallas they would run that uh, the I guess it's not RP well yeah RPO with uh, Dak Prescott but yeah. they had designed runs. I don't think you should be doing designs run with, runs with Justin Herbert. Uh, I don't think that they should be doing anything like that. But when you're asking me, Omar. I think what you're asking me is him taking off and running in certain situations instead of like uh, throwing away the ball or or stuff like that. Honestly, I- I'm okay with what Herbert's done so far. He's going to take off and run when he needs to, but at other times he's just going to clock it. Why? Because he uh, he it, it, it's whatever the quarterback feels at the time. Maybe he feels like he does have pressure, and he's like, you know what? I'm not even going to try and attempt to to do this, so I'm just going to throw it away. So. 
I, I think that's kind of the thing with Justin. He, quarterbacks have to feel it out. They have to feel what is going on. And honestly, it's only been three weeks of the scheme with Kellen Moore. So I definitely think that the more and more that they keep on going, he'll feel more comfortable and maybe take off running. He, he's done it before in the past. The thing is that obviously you don't want to you don't want to risk yourself or or uh, get injured or anything like that. But I understand where you're coming from with that. So that's just my take on it. I think that uh, I, I don't think that they're going to have those design runs or anything like that, but I'm sure Herbert is going to feel it out more and, and uh, possibly start uh, taking off and running and extending the play kind of the way he's done in the past. He didn't do much of it last year just because of obviously the, the rib injury, but he's done it in years past. So I, I'm sure he'll do that. But um, Gilbert, uh, yeah. Julian is asking, what's your take on the fourth and one? If you go for it, why not be more creative? See, that was my kind of yeah. Thing yeah. on it but go ahead that, that's definitely fair to say you know you know when you have a fourth and one and you know joshua kelly is a bigger back so maybe he get that fourth and one but it's not austin eckler and it's definitely not justin herbert you're, again you're paying this guy a lot of money and it's been working with king allen too i'm sure you could find something creative to get that one yard and yeah, yeah you don't want to overthink it but you know sometimes when you get a little more creative it, it prevails more than the straight up the straight up run up the middle and then you know, my biggest thing, though, is just going for it. You know, why are you going for it in that situation? Because I get it. You know, Brandon Staley believes in his defense. But if you don't get that fourth down, which they didn't, now you're asking a defense that struggled all year to protect, what, 24 yards with the game on the line. The Vikings have the football last. And now you're sweating. You're uncomfortable on the sideline thinking like, oh, no, here we go again. So that was an uneasy feeling for everybody. But it worked out because getting that takeaway, that interception from Kenner Murray and Nick Neiman doing the tip there, uh, definitely worked out for everybody. Uh, is that uh, you could put that yeah. one in a bit, but that's funny. But uh, getting that takeaway and doing that that red zone stand twice, they had a fourth and go, and then that one, it brings everybody like, okay, we could do it. You know, sometimes we give a couple touchdowns, Ben don't break. Just Fernando, they had pressure. You were right on Tuli, by the way. That guy's a stud. Uh, he yeah. has a couple couple, couple highlights uh, plays uh, on Sunday, and Bosa was getting pressure. Everybody's getting pressure. When you get pressure and you get takeaways. That defense could withstand a couple of touchdowns. That creates opportunities for everybody all around. That's what they did. But that was really gutsy. That was throwback Staley from 2021. We haven't seen it in a while. I, I get it. I like that Staley, though. I, I do. And it just it just didn't feel like the right time or the right game. Like you're like like say next week after you start your defense doing what they did on uh, in Minnesota, you have more confidence in the defense. Maybe you have Austin Eckler in the game. Maybe you feel better about it. But if just a little reckless, I feel like kind of compares to the the week 18 in Las Vegas, right? The, like you mentioned, uh, the fourth and one from his own 20-something yard line. That yeah. was Austin Eckler on the fourth and one, right? Yep, so yep, yep. That cost him. This one didn't. So it worked out. Everybody, you know, again, <laughs> relax. But I, I didn't like that either as, as well. But they got the job done, and there was improvements there. And credit to Staley. He benched J.C. Jackson, and it kind of worked out because – it wasn't a little bit of it wasn't I don't think it was a total subtra subtraction it was a di addition by subtraction, but it kind of sent the message saying, hey, I don't care how much money you make. If you're not producing, I'm going to bench you. Yeah, no, I completely agree. We'll get into JC Jackson right now. But Julian, just my quick take. I'm, I'm with you. I thought they should have been more creative. I thought they couldn't stop Herbert. They couldn't stop. Uh, they couldn't stop uh, Justin Herbert. Why not just put it in his hands and go for it? Some people said quarterback sneak. I wouldn't have done a quarterback sneak, especially the way that uh, that offensive line kind of parted like the Red Sea in one of those. If you guys noticed, Donald Parham uh, didn't have a, a good block on that play. So uh, the guy would just shot right in and grab Justin, and you don't want to risk an injury. So, But I, I would have done something more where you spread him out or 
or do something else. Play action, I definitely wouldn't have done because I think they would have swarmed Justin right away. So, yeah, be more creative. Do a little bit more to, to maybe try and get somebody uh, somebody in there. But Does Jorge just um, jump on to disagree uh, with everything I had to say. Shout out to Jorge, by the way. <laughs> Jorge is a good dude. Uh, yeah, no, he 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 said it's uh, it was the right time to do that. Didn't like the play call. Uh, yeah, I didn't like the play call either. Just because I understand maybe you're trying to take him by surprise, but you hadn't you rushed the ball yesterday. Joshua Kelly had 11 rushes for 12 yards. That's a 1.1 average. It just wasn't a good day running the football. I wouldn't have done it, but uh, but th that's what they decided to do. But it was kind of like the Cleveland game last year too, Gilbert, where he decided to go for it in Cleveland. They he pa they passed it to Mike Williams. He didn't get the first down. Then Cade York, the dude that uh, uploaded videos of him making field goals in the first half of that preseason game, uh, he ended up missing the field goal and he ended up getting uh, or by, uh, with the Browns. So they survived the Browns. He survived this one, two for two. You're testing fate and and. Uh, <laughs> And Staley is still here, so. Uh, but I, I, I agree. I agreed with going for it, but I just don't. Uh, I just didn't like uh, the play calling. But I mean, that's just me. Uh, Omar, real quick, commented back and said, "Compa is personally. I like the fourth down. I feel like the defense is uh, is more like to give an explosive cash in the open field." Um, Interesting take. I, 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 I think about that. Yeah, that's true too. A smaller, a smaller, uh, you know, sample size of field there, and maybe they do better with that. Maybe they are a better red zone defense than a full defense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. NFL Mike, what's up? Hey, hey, NFL Mike, how's Joe Morley doing? Is he crying or is he oh, okay because Raiders lost? Or a good week for NFL Mike, man. Get to see it. <laughs> yeah, NFL Mike is hyped uh, today, but we appreciate it, NFL Mike. Hey, you guys go check out NFL Mike. He's a good dude. Uh, we love NFL Mike, but he's asking, how about K-9, Kenneth Murray, growing into his own finally, back-to-back -back great games? Yeah, no, Kenneth Murray's had two solid games back-to-back. -back. Now it's about, uh, can he continue building on this? Uh, he's been good against the run. His pass defense is just a little bit uh, a little bit shaky there, but he just has to be consistent. He has to be able to, uh, to keep this going. Two good games, okay, but how are you going to build on that? That's just my take when it comes to to Kenneth Murray. But uh, as of right now, I mean, he's had two good games where he hasn't. There was one yesterday where I can't remember which one. It, can't remember the play, but Madison got the ball and Kenneth just shot through and and put his head down and somebody uh, yelled at the TV. It wasn't me. Somebody yelled at the TV. It wasn't me though. But uh, they weren't too happy with that play. But yeah, no, Kenneth. Kenneth has shown he's done a lot more. A lot more good. Uh, these last two games than he had maybe against the against Miami and in the past. So, yeah, he's done a, a pretty good job. Yeah, you know, I, I think that interception was big. And to fill yeah. in for Eric Kendricks is, is not easy to do. Such an experienced player who has who plays off instincts and he can stop the run. So, uh, Fernando, you've been watching Kenneth Murray longer than I have. And for you to say that he's having a good, good, good games, uh, that's, that's, that's going up for him because I know he's been struggling as a first-round pick 2020. He didn't get a better, not year. good. Uh, get better, much improved uh, from what he was. There you go, because uh, he didn't have a fifth-year option picked up. He, it's been yeah. a struggle. Let's keep it real. But to step up in that moment to get that catch and, and to show glimpses of improvement, it, it's good for him. I know once Kendrick's coming back, he won't play as much. But you always got to be ready, and that, that reminds me here with, with, with Kay because now you could give me some light here, but you're gonna talk to Staley in a bit, Fernando. Uh, Derwin left with the hamstring injury. Hopefully, it's nothing severe. You'll find out more in a bit. But Alohi stepped out, like you mentioned earlier on the show, with those almost two fumble takeaways. Yeah, no, no, no. And, and that's the thing. When they blew it dead, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, 
even Madison had just barely got, gotten wrapped up. Like it wasn't any, like they could have still let it go a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, low, he did a good job. He was in uh, on that play where, where Kenneth Murray intercepted it. So a uh, good job by him. And, and definitely, uh, by the way. definitely, um, enjoy, what, what, and, and and I like that people are giving their take because I'm actually surprised that a lot of people are okay with this fourth down call. I didn't like it at all. I noticed that too. The problem is that they didn't like the play call and and, and Kellen Moore all of a sudden getting some heat there. So I, I I agree with the play call that was terrible, but I wouldn't have gone for it. That's just me. I guess I'm conservative like that. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, real quick, NFL Mike. Uh, we're gonna get to some other games right now, but uh, <laughs> NFL Mike is asking, "What's the vibe you guys are getting from uh, Mike?" I mean, uh, yeah, we, we kind of mentioned at the beginning, uh, uh, Mike, is that we feel like it, it's gonna be on on Quentin Johnson. I mean, he has to he has to step up, and and now you're gonna see what he has. I, I mentioned that the same thing happened with Keenan Allen when he came in when he was drafted. I know they're d- drafted in different positions, but Keenan Allen was a first round talent. He just had a knee injury that uh, a lot of people were nervous about. That's why he dropped to the third round. But uh, but now it's Quentin. Keenan Allen had uh, the injury to Malcolm Floyd uh, forced Mike McCoy to throw in uh, Keenan Allen. So now same thing is going to happen with uh, with uh, Quentin Johnson. Now can you step up? Can you be that guy for this team? And uh, can you pick up the production, especially his speed and everything? Like you said, he can stretch the field. If he can do all that stuff, then uh, then they definitely uh, are going to be able to be more explosive. But uh, get this one more friend, and they'll move on. But this is kind of a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Omar, yes, I do think uh, Quentin Johnson should. I think he is ready. I think this is going to be a a good time for him. But uh, the J.C. Jackson, I think it was uh, an arrest he had for speeding in in twenty twenty one. He was supposed to be in court on Friday. He wasn't. Uh, I don't know how all that's going to happen. I'm sure Brandon will say something uh, about it. But J.C. Jackson being benched was very interesting just because uh, last Monday, Brandon Saley told us that he was going to keep up the rotation. He was <laughs> – Jorge's going with uh, yeah. with uh, Sandlot quote. Uh, or, well, no, that's not the Sandlot. Never mind. My bad. Um, but, uh, but J.C. Jackson being benched was very interesting. Why? Because – Brandon Saley had told us last Monday, like, we're going to continue the rotation. We're going to keep on going with it. I know Michael Davis and some other guys that kind of voiced their opinions on it. And then Sunday, it comes out that J.C. Jackson was benching. You're like, whoa. And then after the game, Brandon Saley says, well, yeah, um, the the reason why we did it was coach decision. And then he was asked, uh, do you think he can get back into the rotation? And he said, to be determined. That's not a good sign, especially because Michael Davis did struggle yesterday, I thought. I thought of Sunday Samuel Jr., I actually thought he played a, a a better game than he had in the past. I I, I thought that rotation stuff was just going to kill the vibe of these guys. I thought Asante uh, had a pretty. I saw PFF had him as the highest graded Charger from yesterday, but he had a, a couple of good passes defended. He almost had a pick. Uh, yeah, yeah, Jorge. I was thinking about the Sandlot. Yeah, your uh, <laughs> heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Exactly. I was thinking of that. Um, but. But yeah, I just and uh, G, uh, JB is asking front office about to get out of the JC contract. <laughs> you, can, I don't think you can get out of the JC contract. I think it's after the third year you can get out of it and be fine. So it's going to be one more year unless they decide to bite the bullet on that one. But obviously, uh, you you're going to have to wait and see what happens with JC Jackson. Just because remember he's only played in like eight nine games, yeah. like. Still wait a little bit. I mean, I would wait and see what happens before I like deem him the next Derek Cox or anything like that. For all you people that have been around uh, with the Chargers since like 2013, but 